to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Whose interests are you looking out for? Every day there are many things that capture your attention. An engaged, aware, intelligent person sees life as pregnant with noteworthy and interesting details. Some examples are the beauty of nature and its intricate systems. How about satisfying relationships with family or friends? Even just the simple pleasures and blessings of each day, a cup of tea, a special treat, a sunset. Maybe it's more of a deep satisfaction of applying your skills, your imagination, and your training to solve problems or to create something. It might be finding ways to survive difficulties and to not lose hope. All those things are very important, noteworthy, and even interesting details of life. And life is full of them, literally pregnant with all of those things. Rich living runs right alongside with everybody, but only some have eyes to see and ears to hear. Life's realities activate your interests and God's interests. Let's first talk about your interests. There are various things on your radar every day. Some are very important, like salary, health insurance, supply of food and other critical resources, good health, safety. In this very demanding year of 2020, you are likely concerned about the coronavirus and how it has pillaged the peoples of the globe. In some countries, you could be very concerned about the political landscape elections, racial injustices, fair wages, and the economy. You could be highly interested in the future of your employment. Other things on your radar might not be as important as those things. You know, things like vacation trips, the most recent movies, new recipes, specific power tools, maybe your image, or a book that you've wanted to read. Things like that. The human heart is flooded with daily interests. Some realities are easy to identify, take up, and develop an action plan for. Others are not so clear. In fact, they're kind of muddled. It's also challenging to remember to value the interests of other people. I would suggest asking for wisdom. God is great at sorting through life's realities. He has a vested interest in your life and truly wants you to succeed. He will show you how to order your priorities and your interests. The goal? It's to be like-minded with God. Why are we talking about your interests in this manner anyway? Why even spend time here? How will this help you to grow in your relationship with Jesus and with other people? 
First of all, you have daily decisions that affect your time, energy, and your inner heart, and they never go away. When you start to live bigger than just your own interests, you can engage God's interests. It means being willing to replace your interests with God's. He has a way of caring for your interests as you grow deeper in Him and tend to His interests. Putting time and energy into deeper surrender and into sincere prayer and patiently waiting, all of that gives perspective. You begin to see things that you didn't see before, and you gain inner power and satisfying peace. This deeper discipleship feels kind of vulnerable. It's maybe almost like you're losing yourself. But Jesus promises that if you put Him first, you will find the real you. It's a great exchange. You start caring about what He does, and in this place you gain spiritual insight and you receive encouragement, comfort, and fellowship with God. Plus, you soak up Christ's tender compassion as you yield to Him in life details. But you have to be open to receive those things. Take them in by faith. And then you can care about the needs of people in the generation around you. This generation of highly advanced technology, the internet, computers, resources that span what you ever thought was possible. God's patterns can literally sculpt and cultivate your interests, and they will be relevant in this new I generation. But it means being like-minded with God. He's already relevant in this generation. It's pretty amazing. He knows all about these things and a whole bunch more that we're just on the edge of discovering. Being like-minded with God means that you will need to change your mind about a great many things. So, we've talked about your interests. Let's talk for just a little bit about God's interests, specifically Jesus' interests, because He became flesh. He became a person to identify with you and me. What makes Jesus' interests different from yours? I think it starts here. Jesus knows who He is, fully God and fully man. He does not let being God get in the way of being a humble human person. Rather, He engages God's original design, man rightly related to God. And in so doing, He's uniting both God's interests and man's interests. It's a brilliant way of reconnecting humanity to God. The accolades of Jesus' godness he set aside. He models harmony with God's intended plan. Ideas long forgotten restore the original honor of human beings through Jesus' life. Let's talk about some of these specific things. What kinds of things? Well, without God, man is nothing. He is made from the dust of the earth. God makes man special. You know what? That's an idea that's 
been long forgotten. Another thing is the privilege of being formed by God's own hands. We literally receive His likeness and His breath. That is stunning. Man is made in God's image. That's another idea that's been long forgotten. Okay, moving on. A person who stays inside God's principles has freedom and can solve human problems. Unfortunately, many people think that if you stay inside God's principles, that you're kind of in bondage, you know, blocked in and maybe in prison. That's not true. That's where freedom is, and you are able to solve problems like you never have before. That, too, is an idea that's been long forgotten by many people. And how about one more? This person who looks for much more of God's interests over their own interests, they find that they are fulfilled. They find they are finally living an intentional life. Their life has meaning and purpose, and God is using them to accomplish things that actually really matter. That, too, is an idea that's been long forgotten. Jesus is this kind of man, all those things, to this very day. He is by nature God, yet He appears as a man. Humility and obedience frame everything He does. Setting aside His glory, Jesus showed how to serve God. His entire life His entire living epistle, that's something I keep talking about, which means it's kind of like a virtual story of your life that people can read, if you'll use that word, as they watch you live. Well, Jesus' living epistle, which is still very alive and in front of us if we'd only have eyes to see, his epistle models living congruently with Every interest lined up with God's interests. The miracle in living in this way is actually finding out who you are, who you really are, and then effectively being you. And when you get to this place, you're able to get your eyes off of yourself a bit and start caring about other people because you know God is faithful and He will take care of your interests. What an amazing discovery that replaces emptiness with purpose. In fact, it restores man's dignity even while it shows deep reverence for God. Jesus' sacrificial death exalted him to the highest position and gave him a name that is above all names through all history. This is the man the God, that all people will one day bow in front of. They will confess that He is Lord, and that will glorify God. Whether or not they want to, it will happen. Time does not confine God, yet He ordained love would confine Him to a cross. Jesus is great in humility, in love, in goodness, and in power. 
So how does all of this filter down? And how can you apply these things to your life? How can you build some action steps to grab on to the kinds of things that Jesus is, still is, as a man today, and bring your life into alignment with God's plan so that you look a little bit more like Jesus? Here are some questions for you to start you thinking, to kind of get you going on that process, and then come up with some action steps. First of all, as you compare your interests to God's interests, do you see similarities? Do you see differences? How can you connect to God's values a little bit more each day? Write those things down. Start making them very clear so that you can then address them. Will you adopt Jesus' humble approach to serve God's interests over your own in the same way that Jesus did? That certainly would make your life look a whole lot more like Jesus. Join me. I'm on a journey to do these things too. Let's try to be the people that God designed us to be, following the original design Catching the eye of people around us, being a virtual life epistle that they can read as they watch us live each day. Let's do this by partnering with God. This is Brenda for the Intentional Living Podcast. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.